to go yet. <laughs> when you are broadcasting to the BBC, you are in the public eye. Correct dress is dinner jackets or full-length evening gowns. Okay. There are to be no swear words. Don't bother to go Such words will be obliterated by this noise. Prize College, 
but he comes second to a cabbage. He's <laughs> beaten by a marrow margin. <laughs> July the 20th. Timbrook Taylor silences rumors once and for all. He gets married. His wife says... We are very happy. Late July. ITV technicians strike. First week of weekend television is lost by the audience. <laughs> Early August. Strike over. Audience is lost by first week of weekend television. <laughs> August 6th. John Key takes up his pen to start work on a film. After three days, he discovers it's better to use a camera. <laughs> Late August, John Cleese goes to a famous West Kensington store and buys five leverets. Five leverets, which he brings up in his flat. He comments, <coughs> It was a hair-raising experience. <laughs> he later trained the animals to sit on his bald head. When asked why, he replied, <coughs> Because at a distance, they looked like rabbits. <laughs>
I lie November. It's just a quiet month. Early <laughs> December. Winter drawed off. Thank you. 
supermarket was broken into, and five pounds of lettuces and 500 cigarettes were stolen. Police are looking for a rabbit with a bad cough. <laughs> and now! <laughs> and now, let us meet again those three remarkable eight-month-old babies. All, all the more remarkable because after all these years, they're still eight months old. realised the Lambretta wasn't full. Well, <laughs> at least they were brown. And mind you, it was worth it for the birds, eh? Oh, golly, yes, how about those lovelies, eh? Oh, oh, they take everything off. The lot. Every the morning, lot. gorgeous little two-year-old dolly comes on the beach with her mummy into the bathing hut, out they come, not a stitch. <laughs> <laughs> mummy as well? No, you fool. You know, parents think babies don't know about that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of thing? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Where are you two going next year? Oh, Stop now. Mm. Flying, of course. Should be great. Where are you going? Mallorca. Oh, you won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you can journey to the ends of the universe, to the very limits of time itself. 
calling a drug for yourself is true here. Come with us for a ride in the electric time trousers. Standing room only. See the weird secrets of time and space revealed. Oh. Discover the unexplored reaches of the human mind. Oh, goody, I shall enjoy that. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a psychedelic roller coaster ride. Mind expanding cosmos. To a hip hip post button slip. Ring a ding magical mystery trip. Beyond the blue horizons of the mind. Same old rubbish, then. Yeah. <laughs> adventure in the fourth dimension with a star-studded cup. Graham Garden was the mysterious Professor Proof. You loved him in Hamlet. You idolized him in Macbeth. You ignored him in the street. Tell <laughs> to him now in the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> Fifteen long years I've been locked in the laboratory. Yes, away from the world, working night and day, all alone. Yes, locked in there for 15 years. Fifteen years? What have you been doing? Trying to get out. Starring <laughs> John Otto, please, with that lovable boy next door appeal of his, which you first saw in the Luftwaffe Follies of 1935. <laughs> Here he is to capture your heartstrings once again in the role of Percy Plimsoll, the professor's faithful assistant. I'm say, Prof, your trouble is that the bulb flange ratio is disengaging with the grommet pules and your grommet bed. <laughs> well, I mean, it might be a grub wire nick the way the saggage pump's modulating. <laughs> Incredible! 
for you. They call me Helmut von Schweinhund, sugar dog. <laughs> You're a foreign spy, aren't you? See, I'm pretty quick on the uptake, aren't you, sugar plum? You know that? My employers have given a lot of money for the secret of this machine. Oh, yes? Yeah? Oh. Well, I'm an Englishman, you filthy swine. Oh. I know how to deal with your sword. I'm British through and through, and there's only one thing to say to people like you. Inevitably, how much? Here's John Otto, please, with a message for the nation. I am John Otto, please, and I claim my five pounds. 